Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Moments with Lane. As always, I'm your host Evelyn Nkani and I'm back with another episode. Okay, so I feel before I even start anything today, I have to tell you guys because I'm very sure you'd already heard a lot of background waves. Yeah. So I'm currently at this how would I say it's sea seafront Abbey Ocean View. Yeah, Ocean View. I'm currently at this ocean view place with an amazing person and I just felt like why not record an episode here so we are here <laughs> so you might hear a lot of wave sound intercepting but pay no mind or regards to it it's just all it, it all just adds to the phone so yeah welcome back to another episode if you're an old listener welcome back I really appreciate your support and if you are new Welcome to the podcast Moments with Lane. On this podcast, we talk about life generally and how to go about it in your day-to-day life. So yeah, and also welcome to the, the controversial podcast because recently I've been making a lot of episodes about controversial stuffs and people like it actually. People like it a lot. Like get people listening, and you know most people don't listen to podcasts around here, so it's actually good. And thank you all for commenting and sharing it to your friends i see you guys and i really appreciate so yeah welcome everybody today i have with me an old friend (laughs) i haven't seen him in a long time actually but we grew up together back in the hood (laughs) back back in the hood okay no we didn't go that far back but we kind of grew up together and it's been a long time actually so i'm really excited he's here today yes so i'll let him introduce himself to you then i'll also give you my own part of his introduction so (laughs) all right so good morning good morning guys my name is uchi um my name is uchi and i'm i'm just here i'm hanging out the evening (laughs) and decided to decide to record the podcast so that's just it i'm just uchi Okay, so he's Uchi Frank. He's I, I prefer him with Uchi but his name is Uchi Frank, and I'm forgetting one. That is my surname, and my surname is. There's one name you used to go by. There used to be three. Chisum. Chisum. Mm. His name is Chisum. So he just doesn't want to say because it doesn't sound boyish or guyish, <laughs> but his name is Chisum. <laughs> so yeah, welcome Chisum. Today. Like I said before, I'm really excited he's here because he's someone that has a smart mind. And funny enough, I made him take a personality test today. If you haven't taken Maya Briggs' personality test, you should go and take it. I advise you to because it just helps you ascertain your life. You know how other people use astrology, zodiac signs and all. Personally, I don't believe in those things, actually. But this personality test, I believe in it more. So if you haven't, make sure to check out Maya Briggs' personality test. So as I was saying, I made him check out his own personality test. And as funny as it is, we actually have the same personality type. So that's actually mind-blowing, actually. And it's really cool to me because you really come across ENFPs. So, yeah. So today, he'll be with me on the show and we'll talk about controversial stuff again i'm equating when i say controversial so yeah today we'll be talking about the nigerian educational system boom, yeah boom, boom. yeah 
There should be a drum roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there should roll. be a drum roll. So we'll be talking about the Nigerian educational system. And I know this topic is one that a lot of you might have discussed about it with your friends. You might have argued about it on the internet. You know, in your classrooms, in your schools, I know. But I feel like we have to talk about it even more because it's actually a big deal. But our country is making our educational system really terrible and bad for us that are in it. So this episode is just basically going to talk about everything, the advantages, disadvantages, the experiences, what happened inside the educational system and whatnot. So I'm really excited about this. So I think I have to say this before I start. Like, it's not really a big deal, but like, Frank or Uche, he is currently in a federal school and I am in a private school. So that just makes everything balanced. Balance. You get. So we both have perspective from different places. So, yeah. So, okay. So to get us started here, yeah, I will just ask our guests, our lovely guests here, how it feels like to be in a federal school like in Nigeria. So Uche, how, how does it feel like to be in a federal school in the country? All right, Evelyn, thank you for the question. Now, um, I feel that it's largely based on on your person, your personality. What do you want to get out of school? And what are you looking for in school? A lot of people go to schools for different reasons. Mm -hmm. Some people, I mean, they already have a they already have a job waiting for them in one oil company. They just mm -hmm. want to come to school to get the paper, then leave. Some people, they just come to school from a hustle, make some cash and leave. Some people, they actually come to school and learn. And all of that so it actually depends i'm an undergraduate university of lagos studying civil engineering so and apart from school I'll, i go out a lot so i meet with different people yeah. personally i feel that federal university is trash personally <laughs> like i said it's objective for different people different people look for different things in school but i feel that it's not it at all like it's not it for me a lot of things are wrong very very few things are right like the things that I write are like so so few. I can't out of the top of my head I can't think like think of like one or two advantages of of federal school. Is the that rest, bad? Is that bad? Out of the top of my head, but I can think of a myriad of, of of bad things, of disadvantages. So I feel that it's it's taking a it's taking a it's taking a huge turn. It's taking a one eighty degree turn. It's 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 bad. It's bad for me. It's bad. So he said it's bad. Like I've been hearing it's bad, but I I didn't think it was that bad. But but it's the same now that federal schools that's where you get education. Like yeah, that's right. Especially it your school. It depends. It depends because of somebody that wants to come and get an education. Yeah. yeah. Like okay, for example, now I can be schooling and I'm working at the same time. Yeah. So I can even be work. I can be interning in a company relating to my course of study. Yeah. So the freedom is there and you get more exposed. In life, um, education is important, but I feel exposure is more important. Because I mean, you graduated first class, but you can't get a job. So that graduated third class, has a lot of friends and, and they can get jobs with mm. their measly certificates. So I feel that um, association and friendships and all that social life is also very, very important. Mm -hmm. So that's very, very prevalent in federal schools. So that is just, I think that is the like most important thing. Most private schools that I know of, and I know friends that are 
there. They are always cooked up in the school. You, you can't even, go out. You don't even exactly. want to know about it. So let me just even start by saying, uh, if you are think, okay, I don't know, depending on what you want, Shabo. If you have the opportunity to choose the kind of university you go to and you want to have the full university experience or how will I say it, you want to fully live out your 20s, please don't go to a private school. <laughs> Let me just say, like, if you don't mind the whole striking and stuff, because that's the only bad part about federal schools for me, but if you don't mind that, then you can go to a federal school. But being in, in a private school, as rosy as it seems, is not actually easy. Yeah, because I think there are a lot of stereotypes about private schools being very easy. Like, okay, because you are paying this amount of money, you can just, like, you do your classes and then they will pass you. But the thing is, depending on the course you actually are studying, it's actually very difficult because as the outside like as the public has this stereotype about private schools being easy the uni like the university themselves they now have to like preserve this their image you get so they're really hard on like depending on the courses like if that you're studying like me right now i'm doing nursing and then there are people in my school that are doing medicine if you see those guys then you will feel so sorry for them because like what they go through the school is trying to like filter out all those ones that are not very smart because in the future they shouldn't now go and kill somebody you get and then do not be like oh she went to this private school so it's really hard like educational educational wise it's actually very difficult and then contrary to what Uche said there are a lot of advantages i won't lie there are a lot i can only think of a few and the few is actually subjective also but like there are actually a lot of advantages you get a lot of opportunities you get to network you get to interact with people that can actually be of help to you in a good way yeah and then the life itself there's no life <laughs> let's never just, there's no life there's just educational life like book life yeah and then if you are going to like a missionary school and it's a private school you only have your school life and your church life that's it in a missionary private school but if you are going to see a private school that is not owned by a church or something you only have your school life but you are also not all that free so in a nutshell in private school you don't have much freedom of expression <laughs> you just know your books and what they want you to know yeah and the sad part is once you enter your school like your ground you don't leave the school again till this yeah. semester closes so it's actually very fucked up in a way it just seems like you are in a prison again that's how we feel that's how i feel sha so they both have their advantages and disadvantages, as yes. we've seen. Very, but the situation now is when the disadvantage is actually surpassing the advantages. And that's the one thing the federal school have that is actually a bad thing. So basically, today we are going to be talking about them. And then we'll talk about, like, we'll compare the Nigerian educational system alongside the outside country. And then we'll talk about few things we feel like the government can do to better up the situations so you guys i don't know i don't know how your experience might have been but i have a friend okay now uche yeah i have a friend that is in the federal school system and then we all know that the corona made all of us 
stayed at home for a while and then after a while we resumed i resumed school in november for my school but these guys in federal units did not resume to when when did you guys resume i think early this year early this year, this year april i'm sorry february march yeah about i think so it was really sad actually because i have a friend and then it was really sad when like they'll be at home and you're in school and you actually feel for them because these are people you care about and it's not their fault they 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 wanted to go to school that's the only i would say mistake it's not even a mistake that's their only crime yeah crime they just want <laughs> to go to school like and then it now has to be this bad so really it's actually very sad and i feel like we should talk about this like a lot of young people have been depressed are being depressed and you'll be sad to know that it's actually because of school it's not even anything deep like that this educational system is putting a lot of young people into depression some people are giving up on schools they don't want to like do it anymore even people that were really 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 serious about it they are starting to have apathy towards it and it's actually very bad so Uche, if if maybe a government official was to come to you and ask you like a very serious question what are five things or maybe three things that they can do that will better help the <laughs> the situation or do you even feel the situation can be helped at all okay now like I said before we started this podcast, I don't like to talk about problems relating to Nigeria because I'll just get angry. <laughs> because of there are so many and they're so stupid. You listen to some news, you'll be wondering that are these is it human beings that reported this news or why? Do you know, they said that snakes stole money? The thing they about wanted Nigerians, to do census for cows and people with this. Nigerians, Nigerians, we we all these stories and we are just so used to it that we just turn a blind eye and we just turn everything into memes and we just laugh about everything. I mean, uh, the comedy and the whole um, this thing in Nigeria is actually, actually making mechanism. money and yes, they're making money for me it now. Is because of when you think about all the problems and all the useless things that's happening in this country, you just get tired. But I mean, a good comedy always cracks you up. Now, if you talk about the Nigerian educational sector, the problems in the sector they are not in isolation. They are connected with every other thing. Look at this, Nigeria now. What is our budget for? What is our budget for? For education is our budget for education. I don't know the exact figure, but I know that that of South Africa is like far more than it's like we're not putting money into the correct places. Yeah. And okay, look at it now. Like I said, I can only think of one or two good things from. I only think of one or two good things from going to a federal school. The first thing is that you you don't you had you don't pay school fees or you pay little to nothing. My school fees this this session was around I don't know was it up to thirty k twenty k or so. Then hostel is twenty five k except you to get an apartment outside school. So that is like as far as the good things go. And even that, if it seems like a good thing on the surface, but it's actually really more bad things because we are not paying school fees, not pay tuition. And they know that we don't pay tuition. So they just feel exactly. Like they can give so, so they have the liberty to do whatever it is that they want to. But it's not supposed to be so. I feel. Well, like she, the question she asked was, in what ways do I think that the the problem, the situation can get better? Well, it can't get better overnight. That is for sure. We have to, everything has to change from the top to the down. Everything has to change because of if I if I if I start um, saying. Um, different things that change this, change this. Those mm. are just the symptoms. 
imagine if you have malaria and you're not treating the headache and the fever you have to go for that malaria so all the things that we are saying are symptoms of the main problem which is the whole nigeria thing mm. so i feel that well it's it's possible that things can turn around but it has to be from the top down because if you look at it how many how many how many schools are in nigeria how many how many um tertiary institutions are in nigeria I can count the number of the rest as far as I'm concerned. Last year, I think I went to like two other tertiary institutions. I could not, my, my mouth was open. I was like, is this an institution of learning? I don't want to call names the because of. The situations are very I don't, bad. I'm like, is this, is this a school? Is this, is this an actual school? The place was looking so dilapidated. I saw some kind of stalls for selling stuff. I thought I was in my village. <laughs> it was that bad, actually. It was that oh. bad. So we don't even have enough schools to begin with, and the ones that we have that are even trying. They're not managing exactly. I it's feel not. like that's the problem these ASU people are having because they need money to maintain this thing and to like uphold the standards and all. But the government are not supplying the money, and it just goes back to affect the students because it's actually very sad. And my mother was trying to give me an analogy that day because I was saying. Why would the ASU people be holding back like guys like this? Like, why wouldn't they let the student go to school? My mom was now like, imagine working for how many years and not being paid. Would you would you want to keep working? So in a way, you can actually see what these ASU people are doing that is bad and all. But if you think about it, if you bring it to a personal level, can you work for years without getting paid? And that looks as if ASU is yeah, bad Yeah, but the thing is, it's the government. That's how much, how much do they even... Like, how much is a lot though? Did you not see how much they were asking for? Yeah, they were, I think, some, I think a thousand staff. They haven't been paid for 13 months or so. And I don't think the Nigerian... <laughs> I don't know, this kind of country where snake swallows money. Do you think they, <laughs> they can actually give those people that amount of money? And another thing, another thing, at the beginning of this podcast, I was saying something about what you want to get out of school. Yeah. Now, if you look at it, from my personal experience, most of the people that go to that have that get a bsc most of them okay let me not say most of them at least maybe half of them they don't use what they go to school to go and learn yeah, most people that use it highest thing what they learned in their 200 level 300 level 200 level is useless except they go and specialize in the field or they go into academics get a master's and a phd or something mm. now when you talk about free education nigeria doesn't have free education if you look at nursery school primary school secondary school every nursery school primary sec Every nursery school, primary school, and secondary school that is owned by Nigeria, like government schools, they are like useless. Look yeah. at Lagos that we are in. You look at all these unity schools, all these public schools. And then they'll be, be parading themselves that oh, the government giving free education is actually it's not, shit. It's it's just leave me on the streets. Then like, you know that I'm not getting education rather than, than going there. and then they are not. I don't. I don't actually know firsthand if they are actually learning or not because they like saying, especially this Lagos government, they like saying, oh, we are giving out free education too. But if you actually see these students, I, I, man, I don't know. Well. I can say first. Oh, or do you think it's a situation that the government is actually releasing the money? Then it's, it's people that are. Well, well, we are in Nigeria, so that one is also prevalent. But even that, the if you look at the infrastructure that are put in place, the schools. I'm um, I'm a teacher also. I teach. Um, it's very I, smart. <laughs> don't mind Evelyn. I teach. You understand? Is it normal so level? I right. said don't mind Evelyn. Okay, don't mind Evelyn. I said normal level. So I teach, so I come across a lot of students. Now, a lot of, almost, like, almost half of the students that I come across, 
first and foremost, they went from public schools. They don't have a physics teacher. They don't have a further math teacher. Their math teacher is on and off. And the ones that even went to good schools, more than half of the students I teach, they have a problem in math, they have a problem in physics. And the most, and the real reason, or most of the time, the reason is because of the teacher. Because of this is, this is, um, this is the foundation level. Yeah. So when you're teaching in nursery school, primary school, secondary school students, at least junior secondary, you have the teacher plays a very important role. Because automatically, if they don't like the teacher, they hate the yeah. subject. And, and, I, and like, I see my own math foundation level. What actually helped me is because I actually got a private tutor. Most, if I went to a private, you get primary school, yeah. Most people that went to my primary school, most of us had like a private tutor, you get. So why would you send your child to school and still have to now give them a private tutor? Why is it not that the teacher in that class can teach like, and then the children will grab it? So it just comes down to what Uche is saying. The teachers are also the problems in the situation because huh, a lot of people still, even up to now, still don't have good math skills. <laughs> So the foundation is very, the foundation is very important. When you talk about education, somebody that, somebody that has a, in okay here we call it um, high school living as your wife. So that has a wife can make a good living. Like I don't know what all the rage about is in education. What is education? What is tra- education is key. <laughs> like now that, that that's the thing they have been selling to us since month. Education is not. It's we open doors for you, granted, but like Uche said, it's not education, it's exposure. And that's actually true, actually. Because we go to school to learn. I was watching a TikTok recently. The man was saying, if you want to study in fields like engineering, computer science, you know, all these courses that deserves like hands, hands-on experience. He said you shouldn't go to school. And this is a white man with a PhD. He said don't go to school because schools don't teach you that. Go go and after like leaving high school or secondary school, go and look for jobs in your fields, in what you want to specialize in. Go there because you get more experience. But if you go to school, it should just be like passive. Like how will I say? They are just giving you... I don't teach you to fulfill righteousness. Except you want to do stuff like medicine that you actually need to be even medicine if after 100 level 200 level you go to the hospital, hospital. that that's also like hands-on so experience like, exactly. so if you actually look at it the schooling thing is just like let me say it's a moral construct it's actually a social construct also because society has to like control everything at the end of exactly. the day so they just need us to be at this point in our life at this point in our life so everything just they feels they feel that it just controls everything but the thing is it's actually messing people up like if you take out that I, the whole idea of after i finish secondary school or high school I, I like like you can actually start working if you know what you're actually doing you don't have to go and start doing four years of what you want to use your certificate for so if you look back it's actually a waste of time you get so like Uche said most people go to school to hustle most people go to school to to make uh, what, what, what are they called connections interactions and most people actually go to school to learn so i will advise if you are among the people that want to go and learn face like just do do what you went there to do like really really read and get the best out of it even in all these situations but if you want to make money school is good but try and make your money first <laughs> you get maybe in the open world or something and then if you are going to make connections meet real life people just package yourself well you get don't don't just 
imagine somebody wants to do medicine for six years i don't know how many years it's six years here and then some people have been in school for 10 years eight years because of what like, evelyn said something that i caught my that caught my attention i said that school is a social construct and it's true i'm going to give you two instances i was watching a youtube video the the, the person that was the person the video was explaining that the structure of schools that we have now is the structure of schools that were used in industrial age in industrial age what they valued were was loyal workers loyal workers that just come tell them that this is what you have to do this is what you have to do just do it and you go so yeah, that is the structure of school that we are using up until now you go to school you're in school from 8 to maybe 11 you take 30 minutes an hour break go back you're not allowed to talk in class you're not allowed to have social interactions yeah. if you look at all these things it's just structuring your mind to obey obey yes. obey don't question obey not obey if, oh obey. my god the don't question part is a really don't big... question i'm like dude oh let's not even go there because <laughs> i'm just going to spark because i've had the experience with teachers i mean okay that is story for another day okay that is story for another day and also in nigeria it has it's let's say it's ingrained at the back of your head it's either if you don't have a bsc you can't make it you're not you're not you're not worthy you're not a human being is every tom dick and harry on the street has I a bsc i'm like in the olden days it was if you pass primary five you are done you are there as in you're a big person then you know the banner increased to um high um waek yes. you pass your wife make your waek once you are done then suddenly if you go to school if you have a bsc i mean you come out with first class you have your car waiting for you you have the job at the all completing for you it's now the like price that. is getting higher 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 i'm like where does it end so if i don't go to to to, to a traditional university does that mean i'm dumb or what and it's actually different over there like outside the country outside nigeria i don't know about africa as a whole but like outside the whole africa you see people that leave high school granted they still sort of need like a certificate over there but it's not it's not how it is in nigeria that oh if you don't have a bsc you can't make anything of your life nowadays in nigeria you see bsc holders frying puff puff i'm like i'm like, like in my secondary school the guy works was working in the kitchen this guy had a bs in physics can you imagine a bs in physics and he was collecting how much 15k every month as good I, my secondary school was in the pardon so at least he was using well, 15 every month working in the kitchen. You can't even pay for your apartment you or your house. The worst is if you're staying in Lagos. Ah, I mean, you Lagos. See, you I'm, a, I'm on Clubhouse here, you guys. Ah. I was listening to this show. The, this man that was the moderator, he has money. This man has money. This man said he can't stay in Lagos. So, and then they were now asking him, oh, why now? He was not like, Lagos is expensive that to get a house to manage a house every month money is spent in lagos is actually too much that if you have money get out of lagos if you are hustling stay here but if you have money because it sucks because it's expensive for you guys so now when you think about this thing that your parents and maybe you have like three or four siblings like how did this how did this people even cope where did they like you just calculate you think about fees. calculate the school fees, Mad. calculate the cost of eating. They're not just selling us. Just think about all these things, and you be like, and then it's just what? Sad. What is it? Everything is changing. The whole world is changing. But I don't know. Nigeria is as if we are still holding on to those nineties bubble. is in a bubble. Is too gentle. The government is still poking at that bubble every day, and we have no. We we are our problems. Let me just say this: we Nigerians, because in a country they tell you that snakes swallowed how much, <laughs> and nobody million. stood up. Nobody was like, 
How is that possible? And the governments know that. That's why they'll keep doing this to us because nobody talks about it. No, nobody calls them up to their bullshit. You get so they just feel like they can give us anything, and that relates to the educational system actually. Because you see lecturers. I had yes, the privilege to. I had the privilege to go to. I'm calling it a privilege actually because that stage in my life actually helped me get this basis of life I have now. I had the privilege to attend a federal school for one year, yeah, and you guys, like, see, we in private school, we have it easy, like, they can't even talk to you anyhow in that, our private school, but in that school, they have entitlement, like, they're so entitled to do anything to you, talk anyhow to you, they will just come to class, they wouldn't even, what's the word, they won't even, they will teach you quite alright, but like, it will be in their own way, it won't be, hmm. it's, like I think that is what I stemmed, what I said earlier. It stems from it because we are not paying school fees. They don't rate us. Federal mm-hmm. schools. I mean, I was talking with a lab attendant sometime. A lab attendant was talking to us when we had the class. He was like, without the students, there wouldn't be a school. So the students are the main thing. But when you look at some, you hear some things. You'll be wondering like, does this person really have a PhD? Nice. These people, are, the person actually goes to school. You hear stories about. I didn't make it in my time, so you can never make it. People think that is it's very, very true. We see these things. Um, the um, sex for grades stuff that BBC even on clothes. That one is even small. Because of we are in the system, we know as they goes. Guy, some lecturers just come. They'll feel you. That is another one. Another one is that in federal schools, what you work for, like it's so demoralizing, it's so depressing. Somebody will read from morning to night. They will read, they'll do everything that needs to do in the course. They now come out in the course. You'll now be seeing a very, very useless grade, a D, an E, an F. Are you kidding? You go and meet the lecturer. And since I what did I do? We'll now be like, this wasn't how I wrote it in my handout. That's why I feel it. I'm like, dude, you have an actual PhD. The world is advanced. What are you still so backwards? What do you mean that it was It's actually sad no... when you hear things <sighs> like this happening in Frederick School because this same situation happened in my school last semester in my department. I'm in nursing here and as funny as it sounds, they told us to do political science last semester. <laughs> what? How? how? How does that correlate? I don't know. They carried me that is doing anatomy, physiology to come and do political science. We can't say anything now. So we all did it. My own class, we did it. Omo, the woman, like the way she teach, like she's so strict and also everybody knows that, oh, this exam will actually be do or die affair and you have to pass it, you get. So, if you see, the day before that exam, I'm telling you, I can say this with my chest, everybody in my department, everybody in my class rather was reading because political science is difficult. It actually is. You have to remember the date you have to remember what not the president the head of state so we genuinely read for this thing some people had eye bags the next month like this thing is real man people were stressed out and we don't get that much stress in our private schools let me just say that not like it's not difficult but like this course we really have to pass it so the next one look at people looking all tattered and what not when we now got the exam paper it was what we expected it was difficult but people still wrote me i still wrote like the smartest people everybody was just writing even people that were just you get they were still writing just for results to come out though everybody got f how is that possible <laughs> um, this is why i say it's sad for people in in federal schools because nobody speaks for them but we our hod actually took the results went back to the woman and said it wasn't possible for everybody to go and f 
the woman remarked it and people had what they got so that's like the only like it's very sad actually because it's bad. It's, it's, it's bad. really when, hmm. when i was in 100 level there is a course in um, university of lagos fsc one known for it's a it's introductory mathematics one university of lagos is structured such that before you can get into engineering you must have done further maths in secondary school so they don't teach you basic math if you are doing engineering they teach you engineering math in 100 level hmm. But every other science course, you must do FSC 114. There's one is introduction to maths, and that is basic for that maths. So both science, uh, medicine, pharmacy, computer science, um, both, every science course, faculty of science, pre-med, um, um, education, everybody does it. When I was in 100 level, more than half of the people that wrote this course got an F. We are talking about like three or four faculties. Faculties, though, faculties that there are departments inside the faculties. A department, a department in um, science can average like a hundred, hundred and fifty. So I'm talking about seven Jeez. departments in a faculty, three faculties, more than half of them got F. How? Only thirteen people and got it's an a. Compulsory it's compulsory, you must pass it. Yeah. It's three units. Yeah, it's, it's three, three units. hundred level. And pre-med people, the most, they give them, they give them mad, um, they give them mad um, cross bars before you can cross over to JRBU. So a 4.2, last year was a 4.5. If you have a 4.5, you can't go into medicine. Wait, wait, wait. Your school's GP, is it 5 or 4? It's 5. Damn. It's over 5. But and pre-med... first class starts from a 4.5. Yes, 4.5. But pre-med people, they have to cross over from Akoka to Idiaba. That is College of Medicine. Yeah. In 100 level. How will more than half of the people get an F? I mean, intervention, had to, they had to intervene. But you think about it like, I did a course in my 200 level, where I think we were about 95 in the class. 85 people got an F. How? 85. 85 people go and F when they had to go and remark it. Because if you think about all these things, how now? It's not possible. Yes, people are people maybe people who they don't they didn't read or something, but you can say that almost everybody. So you think about all these things. They think about the lecturers. These lecturers they don't care about you. Only I mean my 300 level now, 300 level second semester, I've only had two lecturers that actually knew what they were doing and they actually enjoyed their class. Like they knew what they were doing. The rest they just come with like get out. Come with slice girl. I ain't be wondering about all these things. These are people that are lettered now. They have PhDs. They did masters. Some of them have more than two like PhDs. They applied for the job. I'm like, Yo, so nobody how? begged how? you to come and be a professor how? or a lecturer. Stop feeling so entitled, Mr. or Mrs. I'm like, it's not fair. Imagine this as your own child. Like, imagine a lecturer being the way you are to these people as the lecturer being to your child. Parents are actually busting their heads, hustling for their children to go to school. And you are here demoralizing people by giving them grades they, they are... They, they are so proud. There are some lecturers in my school. They are professors. If you call them sir, they will not answer you and I kid you not. Then what will you they call will them not doctor? Call professor? Prof. If you don't call them prof, they will not look back. Excuse me sir. They won't look so, at you. You have to say prof. I'm like, when you die, will you carry professorship to heaven? I'm like, you would be humble. How much are they even paying you? Yes, oh, wow. a professor, but guy. They even say own you salary. Maybe it's, it's all that frustration that is just adding up to this. I'm like, see, see, my 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 candid advice. If you can, please leave Nigeria. Write your SATs <laughs> and leave. Please. It's very, very simple to get your full rights scholarship. It's all the steps. If you know the correct information, it's very, very simple. Because you look at all these things like what is the I mean, Nigerians, we also have a part to play in the problem. But, okay, let me give you an example now. It's, it's raining. It's raining. I know in Lagos, anytime it rains, transport prices hike up. 
So let's say that you're supposed to keep boss to somewhere and the boss is a hundred bucks. But um it was not ringing, then the guy was on like four hundred naira. Then everybody now suddenly say no, we are not entering. Everybody gets down from the bus. Hmm. What will happen? These NURT people they will come and intervene. Okay. Maybe they'll reduce the price and everybody will go in. Very, very fine. What is that? Cooperation. When everybody says enough is enough, enough That's will the be thing. enough. We, and we just have to change. like we just have to things stop speaking for change. hours. Like just we're all suffering the same thing. Things will change. If everybody says enough is enough, we are fed up of it. Things will change. And we must not underestimate the government. Look at what happened in NSAS protest. Hmm. I I actually predict, well, anybody, if, if you give somebody small power, it's going into their head. These people, they are, they, they were army generals and they are smart. They are very, very smart, but we underestimate them. We think that, uh, nobody this person. they have every armed forces Exactly, their... they have everything that they are back and call. Hmm. So before all these things will happen, before everybody will get, before everybody will start thinking of these things intensely, and before everybody will make a plan to, oh, more, ah, you're already clocking 30, 40, so please, Get out from this country, please. <laughs> Nigeria will get better, but before it gets better, Omo, we are going to sweat. As a salon, when I was making my hair, I met this lovely lady. Shout out to Eugene, by the way. She she asked me yeah, that, well, like if I was in school, and, and then I was like, oh yes, I was in school. Then she was not like, if you are done, will you? I, I didn't let her finish. I said I'm leaving. She was not like, who will fix the country? Like, People can this country, can, can Nigeria be fixed? All we do in this country is talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Nobody actually makes anything. We've never finished the discussion. No. She's already telling me that, oh, by before the end of the year, I'm leaving. And I'm like, I, I thought you were going to stay and fix the country. <laughs> oh, no. If you have the opportunity, move. But if you don't, Things, I don't know, man. Something has happened. Things because... are bad. Things are affecting everybody. You can't compare Nigeria now to Nigeria a month ago. Right. It's as bad as that. It's as bad as that. I remember when I was young, because my mom, yeah, what she does is month end, because she, she used to work. So she would go to the market, like big market, though. She'll go and buy bag of rice, bag of curry, big bottle of palm oil, like all this stock. She should stock up the house here, yeah, because we'll just be making small small dishes i remember when rice used to be like what 15k 14k she always still used to price it down yeah because my mom is a bad she's really bad in pricing so if you tell her 15k 14k my mom will still even price it down so i remember when we used to buy rice for like a bag for like 13 5 14 now presently because we don't eat the local rice we eat foreign rice presently she buys it for like 24k that's like Oh, that's that's sad, and it's 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 very depressing to actually sit down and think that by two three years to come, rice might actually skyrocket to thirty k, and there's it's nothing. It's there's nothing we can do. Never ever come down in Nigeria. There's nothing we can do, and it's very sad because there are people that can't even afford a bucket. I don't know how they measure people that can't afford that, and then you're selling it at thirty k. How much would they sell one paint now? It's now be like five. Oh man, that's that's the limit. That's if you have a knowledge of economics, I know the naira is being divided. I don't know them, the CBN is saying whatever they are doing to regulate the price. Maybe all that is bullshit as far as I'm concerned. Because the naira is being devalued. This is very, very, it's simple economics. It's not going into that now. But, well. Um, uh, with all these things that we've said, like the whole advantage and disadvantage, like more disadvantage on the federal school side, I don't really have much to say about the private system because the good thing is that the moment you enter that school you know the day you are finishing and nothing except they 
God forbid, COVID-19 comes again. Even during COVID-19, we were still having online classes. We were still doing exams online. So you know the day you are graduating. So that's a very good thing. But now, we've talked about the disadvantage, the advantage now. Now, I want to talk about the very present situations. A lot of young people are getting depressed. And if you listen to my last episode about depression and drugs, in our educational systems right now, you find a lot of depression and you find a lot of drugs, like shitload of drugs, especially in the private system. I'm going to say it. I don't know. I don't, I don't think... I don't know because every man to their own you get thin i don't know for me there's really not much that is making me depressed in my school apart from the fact that i can't i don't have a life and i can't go out and i can't do what i want everything is controlled but be that as it may be there's still depression in federal schools and private schools and in the educational system as a whole and there's still a lot of drugs so my last episode i talked about school depression and i said a lot of things may lead up to school depression and we've talked about them in a way which has talked about them the lecturers demoralizing you by giving you what you actually what's more okay there is a lot there is actually a lot reading like some lecturers will just give you like classes <laughs> worth of stuff to read and all and all that will just like at the end of the day, we are still humans. We need our freedom. We need our space. We need our time. But we don't have all this because of the workload and also a lot of people manage to fall under the pressure. So I'm not going to be talking about depression in this episode, but I'm just going to say that if if you are depressed, maybe it is caused by school, yeah? School, because a lot of things can make people depressed. But if your depression is because of the educational system, the school you are in, or whatnot, please do not use drug as an outlet. I feel like I have to say this because, especially in private schools, a lot of guys guys are actually so sad about a thing or two that I don't even know about. But to them, it's actually really big. That's don't get me wrong. I'm not disregarding your reason for being depressed or taking drugs, but I'm just saying don't don't granted your dad has a shit ton of money you don't have to pass in class you're going to get a job immediately after you drop your pen or whatnot but please do not avoid help me out here like i don't know like i just feel like i really want to talk to guys actually in private school through this podcast because there's a lot of drugs going around like in schools in my school in other private schools and like you people think it's all jokes and fun and relaxing and stress but like it's leading to a higher is a nurse talking to you yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's leading like physiologically psychologically they are bad mentally guys are getting small small psychosis and we think it's but like it's actually this shit you are doing and in your school you think you're not passing you think lecturer is feeling you Granted, there might be some lecturers that are demonic, but you, when you're not going to classes, even people in private schools, when, when you're not going to classes, when you stay in your hostel all day, taking pods, doing, taking pills and no, do you, is there anybody doing you bad at that point? So, do we know there is a bad situation already that we have to cope about some certain things, but then there are the student situation that are doing yeah. it to themselves. You can, if you know you don't want to go to school anymore, man, stand up and go. Your dad has money. Your 
parents are wealthy you can just talk to them i know it's not easy being in the country we are in like we already said you have to have a certificate but you don't now have to now go and start making yourself even more worse yeah yeah i hope nobody really takes offense to what i'm saying but like is the truth in as much as the educational system is bad we ourselves in the school we kind of make it difficult for ourselves to so yeah please if you are depressed it's okay we understand we are in this together like i said in my last episode we are in this together but don't 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 now go and do wrong thing after every wrong thing yeah so that's that's on that so what do you want to talk about your school like your school is fun, Sha. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, somebody said somebody somebody said something. If you want to go to um, the University of Lagos to go and party and to go and do everything, there are avenues for that. There are shitload of parties every weekend. Every weekend the school is always empty because of you just be seeing cars Friday night, the girls who stay, some seeing cars, cars, cars. Kind yeah. of going around. If you want to go to school to go and read, there's avenue for reading. When when um, exam comes around, there's overnight reading different places. Mm. So whatever I want to do, whatever I want to do in school, like I said earlier, there's for my own school anyway, invest of videos, there's avenue for everything. That's bitter as me see a lot of frustration. Um, um see a lot of frustration about some things. But well, I just like to I just like to comfort myself. I'll say it's going to be fine. Well, there's nothing we can do, like Evelyn is always saying, but we just it's life. It's life, so we just have to live it. We just have to do the best that we can, and hope that tomorrow will be better than today. Yeah. Although that is very unlikely in Nigeria, but <laughs> nobody, nobody ever died from hope. So. Yeah. So. Still, my advice remains: <laughs> right, start, get out, please, please. Who <laughs> oh, fix the country, not me? <laughs> so yeah, you guys, that's it actually. And then, like I said, hope. So if you find yourself rich, okay, you guys are obviously in school. If you're in a federal school, if you're in a private school, and we all know ourselves, like the little, little things our school falls short of, don't now, don't let it get to you too much. Yeah, just find your way around it. Like, only you can help yourself. Like he said, he comforts himself, yeah. Find something that gives you hope too. And then as much as possible, try not to think about it too much. Yeah, it's only for a matter of time four years you'll be out five years you'll be out maybe there's a strike for a couple of months but you get so don't don't let the system get to you try and go against the system you get don't get don't get depressed like it's not easy like what she has said i don't really i especially me that i'm very in my feelings and i really read for exams because i really like passing imagine after doing all that then you now get one fucking f suicide is real you guys and i guess a lot of people are going through stuff so please don't don't let it get to you that much you get try and go over it and then if anybody of power may be listening to this please for the sake of your future children or for the sake of just nature humanity try and help the educational system in nigeria because it needs help as they help Nigeria. They need help because a lot of young people are... And they want... That's the sad thing. They genuinely want to go to school. And then after leaving school, there's actually nothing to show for it. Nothing so for it. I think that will be actually another topic. Like, 
employment and whatnot after school. After school, what after next? school what I mean, next what in Nigeria. Next? So yeah. I'm really glad we had this episode, Shabby. I feel like we ranted a lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we are just coming down. You know, after you shouted, that's yeah, yeah that's how I'm so, Actually, a lot of people are also will also be able to relate. Yes, because, because of this thing mm-hmm. affects everybody. So yeah, as always, I'm your plug for all this conversation. <laughs> so please feel free to share the podcast with people that you feel might enjoy this discussion. Yeah, with people that are going through this situation that are in schools like this. So feel free to comment. Please, I really would like to see feedbacks. I enjoyed feedback from other ones. So please comment and leave reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Yeah, it means a lot to me. So once again, I don't know if I should apologize for the for the waves. I think it's a good touch. Yeah. So <laughs> If you couldn't really hear in a way, I'll try and edit it out a lot. But if you still hear it, I'm really sorry. It's the situations we found ourselves in. So, yeah, thank you all for listening to this episode. It was really nice. I really enjoyed it, funny enough. And I'm glad I had Uche here with me. So, say bye, Uche. Bye bye. See you guys. (laughs) So, until next time, please follow the Instagram page at Moments with Lane tell me stuff you want me to talk about like issues you might want me to talk about okay i'm here so till next time bye bye bye